across this article that I wanted to read real quick, which are 20 things that you real should quick. not oh my gosh, open your Brian, mouth. Are we gonna are we gonna indulge him or what? Okay, <laughs> for go 20 quick. things. 20. <laughs> speed it's reading. gonna be quick. It's all real in quick. Proverbs, and there's a couple others. <laughs> this is all in the Bible. Live your life with purpose, change someone's life for the better, and leave a lasting impact on those around you. Welcome to Finish Strong, the podcast designed to help you discover your unique purpose and develop a plan to leave a powerful legacy. Dan, Brian, and Terry are ready, so let's get started. The famous poet Emily Dickinson once said, I know nothing in the world that has as much power as a word. Sometimes I write one and I look at it until it begins to shine. Another person said, one kind word can change someone's entire day. And finally, another person said, your words carry amazing power. So when you speak, make sure you uplift someone and never put them down. Uh, Those last two were by a guy named Anonymous. Have you ever heard of Mr. Anonymous, guys? Anonymous. I don't know. He's got all these quotes. <laughs> Anonymous. Who, who I knew? have heard of him. <laughs> yeah. He must have been like a philosopher. I mean, uh. I'm trying to figure out what his first name was, whether it was Arthur. A, hey, if anybody listening knows who he is. That sounds, hmm. that sounds like Confucius who said, who say I say all those things? <laughs> <laughs> well, by the way, I'm Dan Wheeler, and you're listening to Finish Strong. I'm joined by Brian Rowland and Terry Steen. Those are those other crazy voices listening. How are you guys doing, by the way? Everything good? Everything up to date in Kansas City? (laughs) Everything's good on this end. (laughs) Great, 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 my friend. Always a pleasure to get together here and do these things. They've been a blast. And and as you know, we've begun to get a little more momentum every time. And so it's been exciting. Right. So Mm -hmm. tell your friends about Finish Strong. Uh, The title of this episode is Your Words Are Powerful. Do you realize... There's power to your words. I mean, mm. Brian, you can uplift someone and make them feel better after you talk to them, or you can make them feel down and discouraged. Do you ever think how people feel after they finish talking to you? You know, um, I, I've thought about that. Um, Terry and I because, have, too. We've talked yeah. about it. No. <laughs> yeah, behind your back. Yeah. <laughs> Well, apparently that's why we're talking about this, right? <laughs> Self counseling, I love it. Yes. <laughs> no, it's it's it's. I, I have thought about that, and how well my words reflect on other people, and and I and I've said it before how I I spouted off one time, and some guy that was driving kind of erratically, and how he responded back to me by waving me a, a sign, and. Um, and I knew that I I had overspoke my bounds, but it wasn't the kind of but, wave you wanted to see. Not all. It wasn't what I wanted included. to see. No, yeah. I was. I mm-hmm. thought, oh, here we go. But yeah. when I go into a store too, and I or talking to somebody, I'd even asking for information. It's just just the way you say it to them, the way you thank them, uh, the way you wish them well for that day. It just it, you just see them just lift up a little bit and say, well, thank you. Yeah. You know, and it does make a difference. Just just a, a word, a word of kindness to someone. Terry, the Bible says. The power of our words can speak death or life. Yeah. That's that's something to think about. Mm-hmm. That is strong, isn't it? I think that's part of why the Bible tells us that the words of our mouth, that should be our prayer, that the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart would be acceptable mm-hmm. in God's sight because we always need to be thinking about that. Mm-hmm. It's It's a powerful thing. 
and the self-control that it takes. You know, I th- we'll talk about it later, but it talks about how tough it is to control or rule the tongue, and we can't do it without the Holy Spirit in our life. That's one of the fruits of the Spirit, self-control. You know, there's so much in Proverbs, there's so much in James about yeah. the tongue and trying to tame the tongue. I mean, how many times have you said something maybe in a moment of anger in the rest of your life you wish you hadn't said that? Because while people can forgive you, they really don't totally forget. And you can make such an impact. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and tell you a story One of my daughters, before she got married, got pregnant, and my wife called me up. I was working out one day, and she said, now, I'm going to tell you something, and I need you to be really mature, which if you know me. (laughs) She knew you well. You you guys knew Beth. Yeah, she did. (laughs) And she told me, and I'm like, what? My angel? I proceeded to go downstairs. I had this big uh, exercise ball, and I was kicking it and punching it. But you know what? When she came home, I knew that I had about 30 seconds to either solidify my relationship with her forever or to ruin it forever. Mm-hmm. A lot of parents have not reacted the, in the right way. And God and my wife gave me the wisdom when she came home, I was waiting for her and I ran out and I threw my arms around her and I said, I love you and we're going to get through this. I'm going to help you all the way. And she's happily married today three kids and and that grandson of mine is just my best buddy and you know god can work all things out but that was one time when i knew my words were going to impact the rest of our lives yeah mm-hmm. and we have to be thinking about that every day you know you dan you you talk about that relationship with your wife well that's you know everything i've read said that a, a father has so much impact on their daughters mm. and the words they speak into their daughter's life changes everything. And, uh, we have to keep that type of stuff in mind. We can build them up. We can tear them down. We can talk about how beautiful they are and all the attributes that build their self-esteem to where they don't have to find it somewhere else. So we do have that responsibility. That's for sure. Yeah. And today, she and her husband are youth leaders, and their family uh, are all Christians, and they're in the Word. And, you know, God worked that situation out beautifully. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Brian. Now, say, I um, once worked with Jerry Lucas, a uh, basketball player. Mm-hmm. Uh, they used to be with the Knicks and the Cincinnati Royals at the time. played at Ohio mm-hmm. State. Remember of course, him. with oh, John Havlicek. Yeah. One bad mark, but hey, he had a great yeah. pro career. <laughs> But I, I remember him with his daughter when she was just becoming of age where she was going to start dating in that. And he said um, he was taking her out on a date and he drove up. He opened the door for her. She got into the car. He got to the restaurant and helped her with her seat. The whole thing. He did everything as a gentleman. And he said, any guy that does not do any of these things, walk away, turn away. Mm. This is what how you should be treated. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that was amazing. What what he did for her right then, what he spoke to her right then. And, of course, that was his angel, like you said, with Kirsten and, of course, you know, Nashley. But that just solidified those two. Yeah, yeah. And it really made all the difference in the world in her dating life. Uh, Like one guy came up and blew the horn and she didn't go out. That's it. 
right? <laughs> you know, I read today, words are powerful. They have the, the ability to create a moment and the strength to destroy it. So that's what that was about. You can, mm -hmm. you know, destroy someone or you can create and motivate and inspire. Yep. Um, understand the power of the tongue, man. It is powerful. And I like what you said, Terry. May the words of my mouth be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, and the meditations of my heart. I mean, that should be our prayer every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And James 119, learn to be quick to listen and slow to speak. That's that's something I continue to work on. Listen and think about what you're gonna say before you say it. Don't just spout it out. That's the truth. You know, if anybody would just take a beat before they would say something. And just take one thought as to what am I saying and how is this going to uh, how is this going to be accepted and how how people are going to react? I think it would change all of our answers every time we have we'd have a situation come up. Uh, I know in my case, I was always Dan. I think you might remember there's times when <laughs> oh yeah, kinda... <laughs> I used to work with you when you were directing and I was uh, on camera. <laughs> we call yeah, Brian to, the flamer at times. <laughs> <laughs> and even those when I'm my golf game, my backswing, I'd be yelling at the guy behind me. Oh, yeah. you know, so, <laughs> but yeah. I had to learn how to take a beat. Listen, think before you say something. Think what you're going to say. Well, doesn't the, doesn't the Bible say something about where there are many words, <laughs> sin is not far yeah, away? Oh. That's not the mm. exact translation, but uh, it says it. <laughs> yeah. And, and Terry, it also says in Proverbs 10, 20, the tongue of the righteous is like choice silver. What do you think he means by that, the author? Well, yeah, if the, the, that silver has great value. So the tongue can add value to a person, just like we were talking about our daughters. But anyone else that we come in contact with, we can add great value. When you walk away from someone who has built you up and talked positive, Man, you feel like you're worth more, don't you? I know we all had great moms, and my mom instilled so much confidence in me. I swear that she was the key to my success. She always said, Danny, you can do whatever you set your mind to, whatever God calls you to. She always believed that I would be a preacher, and now finally I am. But, you know, before she died, we were doing these morning cups of inspiration, and she would listen and... Uh, Brian, I know your mom built you up. She was so proud of you as well. Mm -hmm. No, it's true. She was. And, and, and I remember my dad, though, asking me, uh, what are you going to do when you grow up? And I said, I'm going to be a mailman like you. And he goes, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, yeah. I guess I'm not. <laughs> your and, dad and was a mailman? Because, Terry, your dad, wink, yeah. wink, was a mailman. My dad was That's a right. government employee as well. That's right. right. Yeah, carrying the mail. <laughs> Quality Prob stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I thought back as I was preparing for this today, when I was 23 years old, I was at a Bible study in my hometown of St. Joe, Michigan. I was back on vacation because I was working in Springfield, Missouri, but um, a woman prophesied over me and she said, your name is Daniel and you, have, you will have the great ability to either lead people down the wrong path and do a lot of harm or you can inspire a lot of people and do a lot of good. And I never forgot about that. Mm, our words, wow. we can go one way or the other, but our words are the key. And, and aren't you thankful, Terry, that God's called us into this ministry where we can use God's words and our words to inspire people? 
to walk closer with the Lord. Yeah, yeah, it's really neat. And and it says again in Proverbs that the lips of the righteous nourish many. Mm. So that's a great opportunity that we have here at Fearless Faith and our Finish Strong podcast to actually provide growth, you know, as we nourish, that's growing people. And that's just our heart's desire is to have people grow in the Lord and then encourage them and build them up. It's all part of what the the Lord tells us to do. It's great. Now, on the other side of that coin, words uh, can have negativity. We talk about our words can speak life. We've mentioned that or negativity. In Proverbs 12, 18, it says words can wound like a sword. And I know that I've been guilty of that. I've had said some words that have wounded people. Boy, do I regret it. Yeah, I've done the same thing then. Um, you do. You, you think about it later on. You're going, oh, man, I just I really just destroyed this spirit. I've just cut it in half. And um, what it could have been such a, a difference maker just to approach it a different way. But, you know, it's true. And I, I think what I think about more now than anything, though, and it's it's really um, if from Matthew 1237 about for your words, uh, will be acquitted, but you'll be acquitted by your words or condemned. Hmm. And I go, man, you know, how, how can, you can't take back any of these words. All you can do is think from here on out. I don't, I don't want to be condemned by it, you know, but every day you do something, you go, oh, man, you know, geez, you know, condemned from that one. I got to be acquitted. <laughs> so that's, 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 keep that in your thoughts. You know, your, your words are powerful, but they're also, we're going to be judged in our words, too, besides our, our works and besides our, our salvation. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. Hey, if you guys will indulge me for a minute, I ran across this article that I wanted to read real quick, which are 20 things that real you quick. should <laughs> not oh my open gosh, your Brian, mouth. Are we going to indulge him or what? Okay, <laughs> for 20 tw- things? 20. <laughs> Speed it's going to be quick. It's all real in quick. Proverbs, and there's a couple others. <laughs> this is all in the Bible, and you don't open your mouth in the heat of anger when you don't have all the facts. When you haven't verified the story, if your words offend a weaker brother, or if your words are a poor reflection of the Lord, or if you're tempted to tell a joke about sin, or when you should be ashamed of your words later, or when you're tempted to make light of holy things, or when you convey a wrong impression, or the issue's none of your business, or when you're tempted to tell a lie, or when they damage someone's reputation or destroy a friendship, or when you're feeling critical, and if you can't speak without yelling, when it's time to listen, if you don't have to eat your words later, and if you haven't said it more than one time, those are all things that wow. we need to keep our mouth shut. <laughs> so the Bible talks Whew. about it so much. How come I've waxed over that when I was reading wow. Proverbs? <laughs> wow. Wow. That's um, a lot. <laughs> I'm going to bring in a younger man on this discussion. <laughs> He's our producer, John Matarazzo. And, John, the reason I'm bringing you in is because Brian and I have both produced live television. We know the pressures of it, and I know you've been there. Oh, yeah. Have, have you ever, in the heat of the moment, or said something you regretted <laughs> for a long time or heard someone else say something that well, was damaging? Like faux pas or um, like actually damaging things? Because there's been really funny <laughs> things that have been said on set. Um, it, one of my favorites was whenever somebody was trying yeah. to introduce 
the uh, lead singer, the former lead singer, or the he's still the lead singer of Petra, uh, John Schlitt. And I'll just let your imagination take over there. But mm-hmm. um, that did not go quite well. <laughs> yeah. The L didn't come out. Yeah, we all know John. He he sings yeah. with our buddy Jay Sekulow. He's a great guy. Great guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've wow. seen I've seen enough, yeah. and I've said enough in my days too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I used to see it at, at QVC. You know, sometimes before midnight when a vendor had all their money on the line and they were worried about things going. I mean, tensions got so high, and I, boy, I learned to not, you know, raise the level of tension. Mm-hmm. I learned to calm and and assure everyone it was going to be all right, that I knew what I was doing. I had to fake that sometimes. But <laughs> of course you did. It was going to be all right. But, you know, a perversive a tongue crushes the spirit. It can overwhelm. It can depress. And Proverbs 15, one says, a gentle answer turns away wrath. And John, I'm sure you've seen that on this set, that you were able to calm people down with a gentle answer rather than yeah, coming back. Yeah, you have to respond them. that way, especially <laughs> if somebody's going to be an on-air personality. You know, you have to calm them down before uh, they get in front of the camera because you don't want them to respond out of an emotion or a reaction. You want them to be, to be able to respond to questions and to be able to have a clear head. So as a producer, I always was trying to figure out how can I calm them down? Uh, with whatever is going on and just bring peace to the situation. And just like that verse said, yeah. you know, a gentle answer turns away wrath. Yeah. Brian, you know, I was uh, working with Barbara Mandrell and she just got uh, finished uh, producing a, a big special. And I said, you know, Barbara, is it just a little thing? I said, how did you get, <laughs> get, get what you wanted to get done? How did these guys listen to you? And she just looked at me and said, you know something, Brian, she goes, you couldn't get a lot more with sugar than you can with vinegar. And this is how she was. She was sweet as could be, but she got the job done. If it was something that maybe they didn't want to do, she just won them over to do it her way. Yeah, it was very successful. But we all don't have that ability. Not all of us do. So how then do we tame the tongue? We can tame tigers, tame lions, but the tongue. I mean, James talks about it, Terry. It can. uh, It's a restless evil. James calls it in chapter three, verse eight, full of deadly poison. And then he also, you know, he talks about that with the same mouth we can praise God and then curse man who was created in God's image. It's it's so easy. Well, when you read it, you think, oh, no, there's no hope because he literally <laughs> says no man can tame the tongue. So if we try to do it in ourself, right. it's not going to happen, as we all know over the course of time, just like little kids they're learning self-control. When they're little kids, they say anything they want to say. Remember that Art Linkletter show? Where right, the kids, kids say the darndest things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you start there, and you can't do it on your own. And that's why the Bible tells us that whatever's in your heart determines what you say. And that's the key, isn't it? That's what's the key. If, if, no, if, so. if people do not remember anything else about this podcast, if they could focus in on that, if they truly want to try to control their tongue, if they truly want to speak life, it starts in the heart. So if you're struggling with your words, check your heart. Mm-hmm. We have to change our heart to change our words. Yeah. Boy, how true. Yeah. Luke 6.45, what you say flows from what is in your heart. So, Brian, why don't you take us through the three ways that we can harness 
the power of our words. These are hey, these Dan, are really critical. Yeah. Before you go there, let me mention one other thing that is a. I think we have time. A perfect example, and you can't get a better example than Jesus mm-hmm. when you're talking about the purity of heart and being able to speak positive. And I was thinking about that time when Jesus was in his last days. He was ready to be crucified. And I was reading in Mark, the 14th and the 15th chapter, and it was so interesting that Jesus never felt like he had to defend himself. Oh, yeah. The only time he spoke is when it was important. The only time, like, he remained silent, gave no answer. But then they said, are you the Christ? And he said, I am. I'm Jesus. (laughs) And so he spoke then. And then they asked him, are you king of the Jews? He said, yes, it is as you say. They made further accusations. He didn't answer them for anything. He didn't feel like he had to. So Jesus only spoke about what was important. He didn't get down in the mud. He didn't defend himself. He didn't worry about hearsay. He didn't worry about opinion. And he only spoke the things that were critical at that time, turning to the robber on the one side and saying, hey, you will be with me in paradise, and saying it's finished. And I just thought that was a neat uh, uh, thought to Mm -hmm. uh, reflect on Jesus being the ultimate example of how we should try to control our tongues. Yeah, Yeah, I'm glad you... you Got that in because he was very efficient with his words. He didn't waste words, right? You know, yeah. and um, you know sometimes people just shoot off at the mouth and go on and on. Have you ever had someone, maybe maybe a friend or someone you no longer hang around with, but whenever you talk to them, it's all about them, and they never ask <laughs> you about you. It's just yes. da, 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 and you hang up and you go, they didn't ask me one thing about me. I mean, I don't feel like they care about me at all. <laughs> And, and that's hard to be around. That's um, true. But, Brian, uh, on to those three ways to harness the power of our words before Terry mm-hmm. so rudely. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm glad he did. Uh, give us the three ways that we learn about in Scripture to harness the power well, of our words. The first is to speak slowly. And over in James 1.19, it says, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. So the first would be to speak slowly. The second is speak truthfully. In Ephesians 4.25, it says, Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all members of one body. Now, that's a good one there. We are all members of the body of Christ. And so we have to speak truthfully and then speak graciously. Colossians 4.6 tells us, Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. Mm. I think that is great. It's a season with salt. Dan, you and I, and Terry, we, we like the barbecue, we like to cook. And what a difference it makes when you're seasoning it, isn't it? I mean, yep. it's just a flat piece of meat, but when you season right. that, oh, man, it just brings all the flavor out. And right. at the same thing with our speech and our talk. If yeah. we season it with salt, they will know the answer to everyone. Yeah, we, the Bible says we are the salt of the earth, and we have to sprinkle our conversations with mm-hmm. salt. And again, it comes back to what's in the heart. Right. You want to change your words, change your heart. Ask God to change you. Maybe you're listening and you've had trouble with your temper. You've had trouble 
keeping your mouth shut when maybe that was the thing to do. The Bible says, speak slowly, speak truthfully, speak graciously. Mm -hmm. So we're ready to wrap up, but, you know, we need to finish strong in life by controlling our tongue, speaking life, encouragement, inspiration, and motivation to others. I mean, you think throughout all of history, great leaders have inspired people so much with their words, and a great preacher can raise us up to where you feel like you can touch the heavens and and want to live your life for God. So we hope we've done that for you today. We hope we've inspired. Any any mm-hmm. final thoughts, Terry? Yeah. Yeah. I think two things that come to my mind that are kind of sticking in our discussion is one, especially as Christians, that we're responsible to uplift people, encourage them. So there's a responsibility there with the words God's given us. And then two, we're accountable for every word we speak. So we're responsible and accountable for our words. I'm going to focus on that in the future. Yeah, and you've got me doing that now too, T. Thank you so much. <laughs> but it's, I fight it every day. But, you know, it's yeah. just, uh, I'm dealing with it. Well, I'm going to quote that famous uh, philosopher again, A. Nani Mus, in conclusion. <laughs> he said, be sure to taste your words hmm. before you spit them out. <laughs> <laughs> ah, and that's really true. Taste them. The Bible mm. says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Mm. Invite him into your heart. Be led by his Holy Spirit. Help him to control your tongue and speak out of a heart that is abundant with love and grace. Boy, we've had fun, guys. It is always so great. The time flies by. Yep. We're uh, so grateful that you joined us for another episode of Finish Strong. And tell your friends about it. Use your words to inspire them and say, hey, check these three crazy guys out. And we want to thank our uh, producer, John Matarazzo, as well for putting this all together. God bless. Tame your tongue. Watch your words. Thank you for listening to Finish Strong. For more information about Finish Strong and Fearless Faith, check out their website, ffaith.org. Make sure that you rate and review this podcast to help more people accomplish their God-given purpose so that together we can finish strong.